The Liz Calloway Show. She's a one of a kind, and she's only found here. The new conservative alternative. Talk 94.5. Finally, you can start waking up on the right side of the bed again. Good morning and welcome to the Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers. Welcome to your Tuesday morning. Uh, by the way, Nikki, I did uncover yep. more information about that Iranian payout. Remember, yes. I was trying to say what did Obama did, but I didn't know something. I found something out about Bush as well. Oh, so really? We'll, yeah, we'll talk about that um, in just a few moments. Here's your Marshall's Marine Fishing Report with Pro Captain E on the Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers. Talk 94.5. Brought to you by Marshall's Marine. That's right. Marshall's Marine has two locations, one in Georgetown, one in Lake City. It's always a boat show at Marshall's Marine and nine indoor showrooms. So you can choose your boat uh, in one of those beautiful showrooms. And joining us right now is Captain E, the Team Pro Captain. Good morning. Good morning. How's everyone doing there in the studio? All right. Were you fishing in Lake City? No, I was not fishing in Lake City, <laughs> but I did go over. And, uh, you know, as I had done a couple weeks ago in cooking for my friends at the Georgetown location, I heard a little slack for not coming Ooh. and feeding the Lake City crowd. <laughs> so I'll tell you what, though. It was like uh, I should have opened up a restaurant. They have 44 employees working over there yesterday. Wow. And, uh, that's we, a lot we, of people. They, I tell you what, that, that is a lot of people. And I'll tell you again, that's why they lead, you know, everything in the boating industry. And, and there's no doubt you get over there, you're going to get great service. You're going to get the best in products from all their choices. But I made them fat and happy yesterday afternoon. <laughs> we fed them a ton of. We fed them a ton of fish. I don't, I don't even know the correct poundage of what we went through at the end of the day, but I do know that it was a uh, cooler full, and everybody was happy. So it was great to get over there and go see the store. I, I don't get over there near enough now that the Georgetown location opened up, but I've got a new boat that's coming in the next couple of weeks, and uh, they've got a uh, they've got the exact same addition over there and i kind of got to go over there and and get googly eyed at it and look at it and dream about what it's going to be like in a couple weeks but we had a great trip it's 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 amazing it takes me an hour and five minutes um in the mornings to drive over there it was an easy trip to get there and again you know you you worry about not being able to run a boat or anything like that i watched several people putting boats in the demo there Mm -hmm. and that lake is huge you know, that lake is huge. You can get out and do anything you want to in the boat out there. Hmm. And, you know, a lot of people uh, are, are new to boating, but they move to here and they're like, all right, now I'm retired. Now I have some time. Now I want to get out on a boat or they have kids and they're like, this is going to be, you know, instead of uh, going on vacations and all this, this will be our vacation, you know, going out on the boat every weekend or something like that. But they've never had a boat before. So, um, you know, what are some of the things that you should be saying when you go into uh, one of these you know, locations and, and if you've never owned a boat before, you know, like how do you even get started? Well, the first and foremost, you just mentioned it, be up front, tell them the truth, tell them, Hey, I've never owned a boat. You know, I, you know, this is what I want to do. You know, I'd like to fish in, in, in the inlet, you know, albeit 
Hog Inlet, Merle's Inlet, North Inlet, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, these are the waters where I live. This is what I want to do. But my family wants to be able to go in the river. We want to go to Sandy Island on the weekends and blah, blah, blah. You know, tell them what you want and then let them come up. I mean, their sales tap is so awesome. And they're all boaters themselves. So let them come up with some great options um, and, and get you covered. You know, I, I will say that, that again, I'm, I'm a big I'm a big proponent of aluminum boats. I think that um, the newer aluminum boats, especially those G3 and Expresses, can obviously take care of a lot of your needs, um, you know, that we used to all feel like we had to have a fiberglass boat for. Mm-hmm. But now with, with, with the design of these and, and, and how technology's come along, there's so many different things you can do on these G3s, um, and they've got a ton of them over in Lake City. I'll tell you, they've got some in Georgetown. But they have got a ton in the showrooms in, in Georgetown, I mean, in Lake City. So if you were, if you were looking for that. The other thing is, you know, the, the South Carolina uh, is catching a lot of slack on this new boater education course. And I'll tell you, you may feel, you, you, may feel, you know, a, a little embarrassed that, that at whatever age you are that you might possibly have to go get an education on how to operate a boat. But, you know, you were mentioning earlier, you know, a death that happened in Merle's Inlet, a, a very sad death that, that really had nothing to do with a boat. But if we can get more people educated before they hit the water, the chances and likelihood of those things happening become a lot smaller. And at the end of the day, if you talk to any DNR officers, I mean, they, that's what they want. They, they they don't want to be out there recovering bodies. They want to be out there harassing you about your undersized fish. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know? Exactly. I mean, at, at the end of the day, and there's so many different places. If you if you if you mm-hmm. are a new boat boat owner, and you, you're still unaware of all the things that you need, there's so many different places to go to find out exactly what you need to have on the boat as far as safety items. Um, and I'm going to mention one thing: life jackets that suit the size person are a big thing, and that goes from small to large. And, and this is coming from my DNR buddy, Tommy Buchanan, with South Carolina Department of Natural Resources, who has asked me once again to reinforce. If you are a large person, make sure that you find a larger life jacket. If you are a kid or a smaller person, make sure you have a life jacket that fits that person on the boat. Um, it's not about just having that life jacket on the boat to make you legal. It's about making sure that that life jacket is wearable for anybody on the boat in case an incident was to occur. And uh, you mentioned the jetties, and you mentioned um, how, how rough it can get out there. And, and I will just say that there are times where even inside the jetties um, can get extremely rough. And it, 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 it deals with the wind, and it deals with the tide. That's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the biggest things. And, you know, we all should make sure that we've got the right safety equipment on the boat. I'm going to say that my six-year-old, has had an education. He spent a lot of time with DNR over the years because of us and doing things with DNR together. But if I go to take off in my boat, he reaches up and grabs the kill switch and hands it to me because the new law states that if you are not in idle and you are underway, you have to have that kill switch on. Mm. And my six-year-old already realizes it. Wow. Um, it's all about it's all about education. It's all about, you know, teaching them young. But there's so many different things and, and we all need to get out. And I will say, let's let's talk positive. 
the fishing has been incredible, incredible, incredible. And with the weather that we're looking at, and I'm with Nick, the weekend's going to be beautiful. Yeah. Um, that it, it is time to get out. I don't care if you're a river person, an inlet person, offshore, near shore. Um, the mullet run is going on. Yesterday, my phone was just blowing up with friends that are working on the beach and around the beach. And they were, what are these? What are these? And they were just sending me pictures and videos of fish jumping feeding on the beach right now we've got the mullet i have video of that what were those like sharks little sharks Uh, jumping out of the water right there were some sharks because Uh, i was standing in the water and my my husband was was kind of swimming in like you know chest deep and i said oh my gosh that's a really big fish and then there were like so many of them like propelling themselves out of the water. And then next thing I know, I'm looking around. I'm the only one left in the water. <laughs> Everybody uh-huh. else went off the, onto the shore. And so I was thinking, <laughs> you know, uh, were those bull sharks? No, I, I, I would go on. Uh, I would go. I would lean out and say that those were probably either black tips or spinner sharks. Um. Uh, you know, it could have been bull sharks, but I'm just going to tell you, bull sharks don't travel typically in those larger numbers together. Uh-huh. Um, and the school that I saw the other day was getting hit on by black tips and by spinner sharks. So the other thing is there's some, there's some tarpon out there um, that are that are hitting on these schools that are making their way up, migrating the coast as well. And also King Mackerel. We, we watched several... On, uh, I think it was Thursday last week, we watched several king mackerel in the 20-pound range jumping and feeding in three foot of water on these schools of mullet. Um, so it could be anything. But first and foremost, it's time to get out. And, and, you know, I don't care what kind of boat you've got. You pick and choose that day right now. You can get out and have a great time just running the beach, casting spoons at those big old schools of fish, rig you up something. If, you, if you're one of those that likes to catch sharks, I'm not. Um, rig up a big wire rig uh, or stop by one of the bait and tackle stores, pick up a shark rig, drop it down under those schools of bait with a cut piece of bait on it, and you are going to be in for a great fight. You'll have a lot of fun. And, and you know, a lot of people think the tug is a drug. And, you know, <laughs> if your thing is to fight sharks, it's, it, it's your time of the year, too. But my time of the year is king mackerel, and they start migrating, and, and, and this is when the real big fish show up. And also the bull reds start to show up, and you can have a great time with them as well. And I just, I suggest to everybody, you know, we all want to brag about how long it took us to fight this fish and get it in. When it comes to the bull reds, the longer you fight that fish, the less chance of survival it has at the end of the fight. Um, they build up a lot of acid throughout that fight, and they're going to get back. You're going to release them in the water, and those same sharks that we're talking about are down there. And don't think that a wounded redfish, you know, 20, 30-pound redfish isn't an easy target for them. So best thing you do is up your up your tackle a little bit, your terminal tackle, and help shorten that fight and get that fish released and back in the water and so he can go breed. Those are our breeders. Those are what give our fish mm. for the future, and they're very okay. important. But it is a great time. Shrimping season, if you're a shrimper that baits, I'm hearing great numbers, great numbers wow. from down in Muddy Bay and Cowpens and buck hall so uh it's great i love i tell you what living here this time of the year is um you know just i mean we live in a gym we do we live in an incredible spot and 
well, to get out and enjoy the fall. I certainly early fall. I I, ahead, I certainly love our tourists, but it's nice to have our beach and waterways back. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> oh, I'm with you. I'm with you, sister. Trust me, I'm on the same page as you. <laughs> I am on the same page as you. It, it is. It is so nice to. I'm actually on my way to the public landing right now to put my boat in, and we're going to actually run down the beach and go catch some Spanish mackerel, smaller ones, off of these schools of bait. And um, what I do is freeze them up and um, use them in the fall. We've got four king mackerel tournaments, big king mackerel tournaments, and they have been a very good bait for us. So we're going to go out. Uh, my partner, Tony, and I are going to go head out and run down and chase some of these schools and throw some spoons at them and, and troll some spoons around them and try to load up on some Spanish so I can get them vacuum sealed and ready for the incredible king bite that I know is just like literally right around the corner. I, I, I don't mean to sound stupid, but what, what are spoons? Okay, so uh, uh, drone, Clark spoon, um, they're small little pieces of, of, of metal. They basically... You know, where they got the terminology as a spoon is they really do look a lot like a spoon in the water. Uh-huh. But they're, they're small little baits. Uh, you can go down from double zero up to like a size four or five. Okay. And uh, we're using the double zero. They're real small. Um, and we'll so they just them flash in behind. the water. They just flash. They flash in the I water. Gotcha. Exactly. Sort of because like a disco a, ball uh, you know, in the water. Get all the that's fish it. excited. That's it. Especially, <laughs> that's right. Especially right now with our water still being clear now. Uh-huh. You know, even though we had, uh, you know, some uh, some pretty good storm come by. Yeah. The water still is, the water clarity is pretty good. And what they're feeding on, they're feeding on glass minnows. Most of those Spanish are feeding on glass minnows right now. So what we've got is this spoon really mimics those glass minnows. And putting that down there, you're, you're, you're getting right around those tools of bait. And uh, you'll come out of there with a lot of fish. This is another time of the year you can really make yourself look like a pro easily. <laughs> and I speak from experience. Um, but you really can. You really can make yourself look like a pro out there right now if you get out with the yeah. right spoons and, and, and get around the right schools of bait. But if anybody okay. wants to contact me, they can always email me at trilogyoutdoorsmedia at gmail.com. And I'll be more than happy to share my setup. And also, I've got a couple videos on our YouTube channel, channel Trilogy Outdoors. Um, the show, how the setup is that I use for Spanish mackerel and exactly how these spoons work. So feel free to go over there as well. All right. Well, sounds good. And uh, you can also head on over to Marshall's Marine to get that boat of your dreams because it's always a boat show. Yes. At Marshall's Every Marine. Day. <laughs> All Every right. Day. Hey, ha- happy y'all fishing. Y'all have a great one. All right. Take care I'm now. Sorry? I said happy right. fishing. <laughs>